You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 58, Resisting Compliments. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life and give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Wow. Welcome back. I'm seriously so glad you're here. I'd like to start with sharing a personal victory. I've reached amazing. Like smile, warm hug, not kidding. I've wanted amazing. I wanted to be amazing for a long time. And I found all the reasons why I wasn't, why I couldn't be, why my life wasn't. So I've been working on it. Working on it, getting a small taste of it and being like, oh, this is good. And then falling back down. Kind of like shoots and ladders. Did you play that game? Where you climb up and then you slide back down. Climb up, slide back down. I thought amazing, like the magic of it was reaching a hundred. So that's the end of the game. When you reach a hundred, you win. Anything less could never be amazing. And it's difficult to reach a hundred and stay at a hundred. <laughs> that was my thinking. So it shifted And there were more days than not, but still the slide was there, sliding back down. And now I realize that it's really just the process. That's what's amazing. Number one, number 20, number 30, number 50, it doesn't matter. Going up, going down, spinning around, belly flopping. It's just amazing because there's so much to learn no matter what. Amazing is not the end result. Amazing is the journey. And there's so many ways to serve others, especially by being imperfect. It's interesting to me that sometimes the way we best help others is by sharing our life, like the real life, the the non-photoshopped one, which means sharing the process that we use in any situation. And sometimes as simply as sharing our belief that it's all amazing. So raise your glass and celebrate for me, for us, for you. For the awkward, the clunky, the phenomenal, all of it, all of it is amazing. Part of the mind of overachievers, and you know this because you're one of them, is not allowing things to be good enough. The doubt that creeps in, especially if something feels too easy. Well, that's amazing too. And here is to embracing that as well. Before we go on, a shout out to Jana, who has her first interview next week for professional school, sending a high five. And to Gary and Sayori, who helped prepare her, way to go. All right, let's go into today's topic. You are beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Here's the pause. Where did your mind go? Do you agree? Was it simple? Was it simple to just agree and now you're waiting for what comes next? There's no trick. I'm not going to pull out the metaphorical rug from underneath your feet. You're beautiful. 
Or maybe your mind did this. I haven't even prepared for the day. I'm still in my house clothes. I used to be beautiful. I'll give you that. My children are beautiful, but I'm not. No, you're not talking about me. You're talking about the other listeners. I get it. You don't know me. You can't say that. Or how about the million other no's, I'm not, I used to be's. All of the blocks to any positive sentiment. My mind does it too. My mind has limits on what it can comprehend or hold on to. Like what it's going to allow to come through. And if it's positive, it's a small amount. If it's very positive, like exceptionally positive, then it's a tiny, tiny amount. Anything beyond that tiny amount and it has to be refuted or blocked. Isn't that funny? That compliments or shared observations or positive comments, how they can feel bad. They can spin our mind around and shut us down and cause us to start questioning, doubting, bring in the uncertainty, invite in the shame, because shame likes to be part of every party, that's for sure. From the outside, like when I'm not in the midst of this, I know it's real. It's kind of funny, like that it happens. From the inside, when I'm in the midst of it, ooh, is it overwhelming and threatening. So what happens? Like, why do our minds do this? Here's what I know. Our minds are inherently wired to look for and pay attention to the negative. It grabs us. It propels us into action. And we can agree with it. It's easy. We even expect it and seek it out. What's wrong with this? What are the negatives? What can I do better? Compliments and praise, they can go against our fundamental self-belief. There's a term we've talked about in the past called cognitive dissonance. So I hear you saying I look beautiful. What I believe is that I'm a disaster. And there's discomfort, a lot of discomfort in between those two. We can't hold on to both of them at the same time. So the mind can't let a compliment in because there's no room. The compliment just becomes an argument with what's already present. Kind of like waking up the monster in your brain that's ready to fight. No, no, it's not true. No, you're wrong. No, it's not like that. You know, all of the defensive mechanisms, all the evidence to support why our belief, why our monster is right. Here's another thing that high achievers do. Attach or create these self-imposed expectations on a compliment or praise. Now I have to dress this way all the time. Now I have to make sure my podcast is out on time every Saturday. Yep, my friends, that is my brain. (laughs) Here's another one. They think I'm perfect. They can't see the real me. Has that one come up for you? Limiting what others can see or hear. Limiting how often you show up. Only knowing that it's uncomfortable, it's easier to avoid because we don't want to ruin the image we think somebody else has. And then finally, a general dismissal can occur. Someone I love dearly is a master at this. They think that what they do is so ordinary and not worthy of attention. They just dismiss any compliment, dismiss the praise. They don't hear it. It it becomes noise. The irony, they only pay attention to the criticisms and they think they're criticized all the time. And I love them. (laughs) So what is it for you? 
out of those four that we talked about, the inherent wiring to look for the negative, the cognitive dissonance, the attachment of self-imposed expectations or standards, or a general dismissal. Do any of those apply to you? Let's shift gears and play a game. Let's talk about the person that you love most in the world. We're going to use these prompts. Let's just have a conversation about them. They are amazing. The work that they did yesterday, they hit it out of the park. They have so much courage. They know exactly how to be at the right place at the right time. They have the best sense of humor. Was that easy? Like, could you agree on every single one of those and add additional information, kind of like bonus them, add in a compliment or a comment? Yes, they're amazing. Check this out. You know what else they did? You know what else they're working on? They have so much courage. Did you know that fill in the blank? It's fun to agree, isn't it? Like it's easy for the brain in the context of someone we love and adding value, adding more to it. Here's the next part of the game. Let's tweak the prompts. Are you ready? You are amazing. You. All right, we'll pause. What did that bring up? Do you agree? Was it easy to agree? Can you bonus the statement, provide some examples on why it's true? Or do you have evidence on why you're not? All important. Simply notice. Moving on, the work you did yesterday, you hit it out of the park. Here are the same questions. What field trip did your mind just take you on for that one? Do you want me to know what went wrong? What's imperfect? Why this is untrue? Maybe why you got lucky? Is that what you want to share? Or can you agree? The work you did really was amazing. It really hit it out of the park. Moving on, you have so much courage. Are you loving this game? Can you agree and provide examples? Not in a boastful way, but in a way of saying, yeah, yeah, I do. Or do you disagree? Maybe feel uncomfortable, feel guilty for the attention being on you. Do you notice your mind bringing up things in the past where you felt like you lacked courage or you labeled yourself differently? This is all a different conversation, right? When the focus is on you and it's amazing. And here's why, because it's just about learning about exploring how your mind works, seeing what happens and where the natural wiring takes you and even better It's learning what's part of all of us, what's part of the human brain, what's instinctive to our brains. And then even more fun is learning what's unique to your brain or my brain, what we can embrace about ourselves, where we can learn and grow and challenge ourselves and where we can see, all right, this is part of the human brain. Ooh, this one's specific to me. These are some deep-seated beliefs. Ooh, it's time to work on them. When you do this, 
you start to decipher what to pay attention to as opposed to every thought that comes up demands your attention. And when cognitive dissonance occurs, you can hone in on why you're feeling uncomfortable rather than arguing with the person who's trying to share something positive. Do you see what's happening? Can you see that shift? That moving from engaging in an argument with someone to recognizing what's going on within you? Instead of fighting the discomfort, fighting back, you can see it and hold it and you can still be amazing. And nothing had to change for that to occur because it's only a shift in perspective. It's only a shift on where your energy is going to go. The person in front of you, they don't have to stop talking. You don't have to run away. You don't have to attach expectations on how it always has to be now. You don't have to be afraid or prove anyone wrong. You just get to be human. Even as a high achiever, an overthinker, someone who's incredibly smart. Yep, even you. Do you know where joy resides? It's on the other side of a compliment that's not resisted. Joy is attached to letting ourselves be enough, to letting go of conditional thinking. It looks like this. If they said this, then I have to do or be this all the time. That's conditional thinking. Joy is in connection, that people can be connected to us, can feel connected to us, even if it was easy for us, even if it's what we do, even if I didn't wash my hair today. Joy is appreciating our own discomfort. I was talking with my son about this recently, the difference between being miserable and embracing the suck. He's on a path to a life of service. It's going to be filled with physical challenges, mental challenges. And we talked about the difference in suffering and just trying to get by, kind of like kicking, dragging, screaming, and getting by, versus accepting that all of those challenges are there and how can I enjoy this anyway? Joyful discomfort, the opportunity to grow, the opportunity to see where our brains are reactive where behavior is reactive and restrictive as a way to fight the discomfort and to see where we create our own suffering. We do. Seeing where we can embrace the suck and move on. Consider this challenge for the week ahead. Pay attention to each compliment, each bit of praise, each positive comment, and see where your mind takes you. Like take just three minutes and write it out, what was shared and what your reaction was. Allow yourself to just be amazed by anything that comes up. You agreed, you disagreed, you were overwhelmed, you felt bad, whatever it was. Notice if you're searching for negative and what they're saying, if you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, or if you have cognitive dissonance, or if you start to create some self-imposed expectations on how you now have to be, or if you generally just dismiss what somebody else says. Notice those four things and then add in anything else that you want to. Your quality of life, my friends, is based on you, what happens through you. More importantly, what you allow to occur through you, what you choose to hear, 
or choose to immediately block because it brings up your stuff. And by stuff, I mean fear, doubt, uncertainty, and shame. No matter your current default settings, you can choose differently. It's one moment at a time, one day at a time. And the key ingredients are gratitude and compassion. That is all you need. You can choose to respond to the positive about you in the same way that you would about your most loved person. That doesn't make you boastful. That doesn't make you arrogant. That just means you don't have to block or defend or feel bad. You can give yourself that gift. When you're willing to be in the discomfort, to embrace the suck, to let go of the old ways of thinking, then you can give yourself the gift of building new beliefs. Compliments, praise, positive comments, these can all be challenges for the high achiever and the worrier. And here's what I say, bring it on. So join me in this journey. The one that seems like it should be so easy, accepting a compliment, accepting praise. Join me and feel amazing no matter what else you feel. Explore it, learn from it, decide where you want to go on purpose. And all of that is what creates a phenomenal life. So much love for you. So glad you are here today. And by the way, you are beautiful. I'll see you next time. Ciao. Are you ready for coaching? Ready for more in your life? Want to see what's possible? Then message me at Facebook, Dina George MD Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you.